So, blackout. And again, if you just want to close your eyes and imagine the whole thing, maybe it'll be a richer experience for you. So, pure black. We hear a loud snap in the dark. And a uh, Eyes fly open. These burning amber eyes. They look off towards a starlit sky as we see a flare go shooting out, highlighting the top of a forest. Egret gets up, looks to her right, and her brother looks back at her. They kind of have a knowing look at each other. Egret gives a nod saying, I'll go this time. She goes to investigate. She wanders through the woods until she gets close to the source of the flare. She approaches silently, looks up to see a young man is stuck in a net, hanging from the top of a tree, furiously trying to cut himself loose. He's just sawing and sawing and sawing with the dagger in his hand. Her trap has gone off perfectly. He drops from the net, and immediately upon impact, dislocates his arm with a sickening snap. The man rolls over on his side, he's in pain, he's reaching at his arm, he props himself up, and as he looks up, he sees the very tip of an arrow as Egret trains her bow directly inches from his face. He sighs a very long exhale. <sighs> and he just kind of lays back down on the ground, rolls onto his back, and closes his eyes. Egret lays a hand on his shoulder. We cut wide to see the entire forest lit by the star sky. As we hear, <coughs> we cut back in. The man is trying to get past blurred vision from this overwhelming pain, but as he looks to his right, he sees his arm is now set, and Egret is slowly healing his arm. There's a soft blue glow coming off of it as the pain begins to subside for this man. He looks at Egret. What are you doing? What does it look like? You're Multhuni, aren't you? I suppose I am, but between the two of us, I'm not sure I'm on the right side of this thing. The man quietly lays back down. Some time goes by and the man is finally able to stand. Egret finishes her work, picks up the man's short sword lying on the ground next to her. She looks at the man, who's now wondering what she's going to do with it. She looks back down at her hand and notices a beautifully carved vine that stretches along the blade. She thinks to herself in this moment, how could something so beautiful be so deadly? She snaps out of it, throws the sword to his feet, looks at him with fire in her eyes and says, now leave, and never come back. The man looks at her, down to his weapon, and back up at her, and he seems frozen. He gives a long pause. Egret suddenly begins to get a little bit nervous. Go! But he doesn't budge. He looks to be on the verge of tears. For a moment, his eyes dart over Eager's shoulder. 
and just as she turns, she sees a man swinging a rock at her head. And all turns to black. Yeah. Yeah. A muffled voice calls out to her. She's trying to wake her. And finally she begins to see through the blur again, trains her eyes, and it looks like herself looking right back at her. She's wondering if she's dead. And finally, a few pats on the head. Egret! Egret! There's blood! What's happened? And she recognizes the face of her twin brother. I, I, I was attacked. What, what are you doing here? You were gone for too long, so we sent out the search party. Mom couldn't sleep a wink. You're lucky I found you before she did. You know how she gets. Brother looks up and sees the trap, disabled. He looks down, gives a sigh. Egret, this, this is the third time I've seen your traps turn up empty. All right, your, your sympathy for these Nirmathi, they're, they're just going to get you killed. You might be able to fool the tribe, but you're not going to fool me. Egret shakes her head, realizes that she's been caught. This is not our war to fight, brother. Her brother shakes his head. A part of him agrees with her. Besides, takes a deep breath and begins walking her home. It's first light. There's a soft glow off the horizon that dimly lights the forest, which is still misty from the morning dew. Her brother looks ahead and sees what looks to be someone standing near a tree. He stops, Egret, gives her a look and a distinct whistle. The sign for Ifrit allies. No response comes from the figure. Egret and her brother nod at each other. They both split to flank and stealth. They move expertly through the forest as they begin to grow closer and closer to this figure standing by the tree. There's no movement from this figure. But as they both approach, the mist begins to clear and Egret gets a sickening feeling in her stomach. The face finally becomes visible through the mist, and just as she starts to get a good look, she hears from her brother. And he falls to the ground. Egret finally sees through the mist clearly enough to recognize the face of her mother, with a look of terror on her face. Her body is pinned to a tree by a blade running through her throat. Blood has soaked through the front of her clothing. Her brother comes running towards the body and collapses at the feet of his mother. Egret continues to slowly approach in a state of absolute shock. Carved into the tree next to the body is a message that reads freedom or death. She stares into the lifeless eyes of her mother and examines the multiple wounds on her body. Mom? Her brother finally gathers the strength to remove the blade from her mother's throat. He cradles the body as best he can to soften her journey to the ground. 
brother looks at his mother saying, I told you not to come, Mom. Why did you come? Why did you come? And he throws the blade to the ground in front of Egret, still unable to move or speak. All of the color drains from Egret's face as she stares at the long vine artfully etched into the blade, now stained crimson as her mother's blood seeps into the design. Her brother looks up at her and notices how she's looking at the blade. Egret, please tell me you don't. This Egret looks at her brother. She can't speak, but her eyes begin to well up with tears, telling her brother everything he needed to know. Another howling cry comes from her brother as Egret collapses on the ground next to him and they both begin to sob uncontrollably. One by one, other Ifrit begin to appear out of the mists and see what's happened. As they come to the scene, they form a wide perimeter and all are speechless. We fade to a wide shot of the forest as the first morning light seems to somehow darken as cries continue to ring out from Egret and her brother. And that's it. Flashback number one.